In this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you some great thoughts and ideas about how to make your sales strategy awesome. Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. Now, on today's show, I'm focusing on sales strategy. I was recently invited to speak at a business event, and my subject that I was given was, "Give give us some top tips, Trevor, to make your sales strategy awesome. So in this podcast, I'm going to share with you those very top tips. But before I begin, a reminder that you can find this show on iTunes, and you can download previous episodes. So If you're looking for that, simply type in attracting and retaining customers in the iTunes search bar. Right, so let's crack on. And first up, I've got six top tips for you on sales strategy. It is reckoned that today around 70% of business decisions are being made by people in terms of purchasing before they make any contact with the company that is selling the product or service. So my first top tip is you need to really understand your customers so that you're ready when they do come back to you in a buying mode. So a couple of questions for you to think about which I asked the audience at the event. Number one is do you know what the five questions are that your customers most frequently ask about your product or service? And are they on your website? Because if I'm doing the research to look for your product or service and I get to your website and I'm thinking about those questions I want to ask you, if you can provide me with the answers, then that's going to take me through towards more towards buying something from you than if I have to wait until you can answer those questions for me. So think carefully. What are the five questions that customers most ask you? Get them on your website. Second thing I asked the audience was, do you know what the three key customer concerns are that your customers are thinking about when they're potentially going to buy your product or service. What are the three things that are most going through their mind? Is it the reliability of the product? Is it the price? It could be a whole host of things. But it's really important that you get to know that. And that will help, of course, in your understanding of your customers. You may need to ask them. And understanding customers, I came across this great phrase many years ago where I can't remember who said it, so um, I'm sorry about that, but it said, revolve around your customers, not your processes. So that's my first strategy tip, is to really understand your customers, revolve around them, and not the rest of your business. Number two in the list of uh, sales strategy top tips that I shared with this audience, and I'm sharing with you this evening, is it's in a question. The question is, what's it like to be your customer? Do you know the answer to that question? Have you tried to buy something from your company recently? If not, then I would advise you to do that. We know how important first impressions are. But if we consider that that 70% of people are, make, you know, are making a decision before they make contact with you, then when they do make contact with you, that first impression can sway them one of two ways. Yes, great first impression. So they're thinking, I've made the right decision here. My research was really well done. This is the company I want to buy this product or service from. Or if they get the wrong first impression, then of course they're going to think differently, aren't they? They're going to move away from you and think, oh no, I've made a mistake here. 
I'm not really, I don't really want to buy from this company. So first impressions are really important. And I think that first impression has to include a dose of enthusiasm because we want the customers to think, don't we, that we're excited by the fact that they want to buy our product or service. Now, that's not easy to do all day long. But whenever the phone rings or someone or you meet someone in person, then you've got to you've got to show some enthusiasm for them because they're excited, probably, hopefully, about buying your product or service. So be enthusiastic back. And of course, if you're enthusiastic and, you know, and and there's a good first impression, then they're already beginning to like you. And we know, don't we, how important it is in business that if people like us, then there's a good chance they will go on to trust us. And if you like somebody and you trust them, then there's a really good chance that you will buy from them. Now, talking of buying from you, how easy is it to buy from you? Big question. Probably one of the most important parts of any business now is recognising the barriers that you put up to prevent people finding it easy to buy from you. Test it out. Get some mystery shopping done. Do it yourself if you're a big enough organisation. Get a friend to do it. Or get a professional mystery shopper to come in. You will, you will find it really beneficial to find out what it's like to be a customer of yours. So that was number two in the list of six things in terms of sales strategy. Number three is challenge your marketing. I believe that there's no point in doing any marketing unless it's all geared up to attracting sales to your business. So how often do you robustly challenge your marketing activity? Once a week? Once a month? Once a quarter? Never. Well, it could be never, couldn't it? There's a danger, of course, that you then end up doing the same marketing that you've always done. But the problem is the customers move on. So here's a couple of things you need to check. Number one is your message. What is the message you're putting out to your customers through your marketing channels? And three things. The three C's, if you like. Is it correct? Are you saying the right things? You'd be amazed how many businesses have got marketing messages out there which actually talk about things they no longer do. Is it consistent? So wherever I see your marketing message, am I going to understand it and think, yes, that's from that particular company? Has it got clarity? In other words, is it easy for me to understand? There's lots of marketing messages out there that are all very pretty and brilliantly designed, but I have no idea what they're talking about. So you've got to make sure that your message is clear, it's understandable, it's consistent and it's right. And also in, in terms of, you know, challenging your marketing, the, the other thing that I asked the audience was how many of them have got a YouTube channel? And not many hands went up. In fact, I don't think any hands went up in the audience that I was talking to. And I did hear a few weeks ago someone say that 80% of internet usage or consumption will be in a video format by 2019. Now that's next year, so it's not very far away. So the message I gave out was, have you got a YouTube channel? Are you getting videos onto your website? If not, you really need to think about that because clearly that's how people now want to consume information about you. And all of this is in one big question at the end of this third point on the sales strategy. And that is simply this, is your marketing keeping up with your customers? Number four is to do with sales data. Do you know? Do you use? What do you make of your sales data? So two questions I ask the audience and I can ask you as well. Number one is, do you know what your sales were last week? 
And do you know, so far this year, which of your products or services are the top three or top five, depending on how many you have, best-selling items? And do you know which are the top three or top five worst-selling products or services so far? So you need to get to grips with the data because there's no excuse for not having great knowledge of data within your business these days. You need to understand what is it telling you? What is it saying to you? Get somebody to help you interpret your sales data because you don't want to continue trying to sell things that no one's buying. And if all you're doing is going on gut instinct about what's working and what's not working in terms of your products and services, then now's the time to really get to grips with your sales data. And also within that, look at your data usage in terms of what it can be used by you to do next, because that sales data will help you decide how best to use your resources, not just your people, but your your activity, including your marketing, of course. So sales data is really important. There must be some in your business somewhere, so make the most of it. That's tip number four for making your sales strategy awesome. Number five is to use something I came across many years ago in business. It's called a transformation grid. And clearly, I'm not going to be able to show you it on the podcast, so I'm going to describe it. So imagine you've got a four-grid box, a simple four-grid box. In the top right-hand corner, you've got a word create. Underneath that, increase. On the left-hand side, at the top, you've got eliminate. And underneath that, you've got reduce. And this is quite a simple grid to use. And what you have to do is you have to, when you've been through the other four sales strategy parts, you have to look at this grid and think... What do we need to do more of that will help grow our sales? What do we need to start doing that will help grow our sales? And the answers to those go in the increase and create box. And then people say, well, uh, the, the trouble is I haven't got time to do any of those because I'm, I'm, I'm already busy doing other stuff. So it's the other stuff that needs to go in the left-hand side, in the eliminate and the reduce boxes. People find it very hard to eliminate activity from their business. So you might have to start in the bottom left-hand boxes to reduce and hope that whatever's in there starts to gradually work its way up to the eliminate box. You'll be amazed how much stuff you're doing that you don't really need to do. Use the transformation grid. Create your own. It's really worth doing. It'll help you create a great sales strategy. Number six is a sales skill which is continually overlooked. And I'll give you a clue. Years ago, I've worked for, uh, I ran sales departments for the best part of 30 years, employed a lot of salespeople in that time. And I would interview them. And uh, some of them would say, in answer to the question, why should you get this sales job? And they would say, I've got the gift of the gab. Well, I'm afraid in 2018, the gift of the gab is not really what you need to be a great salesperson. What you need to do is be able to ask really good questions and listen very carefully to the answers that you're being given. So you need to know when to shut up. That was about two seconds of silence at the very most. But if salespeople find it really hard not to interrupt silences. And what tends to happen is that they get to a point where the client is thinking about buying their product or service. And during the silence, they'd go back and start reiterating some of the benefits. And sales is all about momentum. And if you lose that momentum because you've interrupted the thought process of the buyer, then you may well lose the sale at the same time. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Six uh, thoughts and ideas to help you create uh, a sales strategy. 
Let me just recap what they were. So first up, we had understanding your customers. Remember, do you know the answers to those five? You know, what are the five questions customers ask most frequently? And what are the three key concerns they have about your product or your service? Revolve around your customers, not around your processes. Number two was making it easy to buy. What's it like to be a customer of yours? Because if it is difficult to buy from you, then, well, frankly, that's not going to be great for your sales, is it? So make sure that whatever you do, it's easy to buy from your from you, whatever your product or service is. Number three, you've got to robustly challenge your marketing activity, both your use of resource and your investment in time. So do that. Once a quarter at the least is worth doing. Sit down for an hour, two hours in your company with your colleagues and say, right, why are we doing this marketing? Why are we justifying it? You've got to keep moving and ask yourself the question, is your marketing keeping up with your customers? Number four, get on top of the sales data. There'll be tons of really valuable information which will help you grow your sales hidden in that sales data. You've got to dig it out. You've got to know what's going on. You've got to know what's selling well, what isn't. There's no excuse these days for not knowing that. Number five, use that sales transformation grid. It will help you get things done. It's the sort of thing you can stick on the equivalent of your company fridge with a list of the things that you're going to do and the things that you're going to stop doing. And number six, make sure that anybody in a customer-facing sales environment who's in a proposal or a pitch or any conversation that, where the customer's about to buy knows when to shut up. So there we go, everybody. That's the end of this podcast. I hope you found it useful, and I hope you will put the uh, top tips for the sales strategy into action for your business to help you grow your sales. If you're new to the show, then do please hit the subscribe button. And if you feel like you would like to leave a review for the show, that would be fantastic. Simply go to iTunes and you can find the show if you search under Attracting and Retaining Customers. Don't forget, if your sales activity needs re-energizing or it needs some new ideas or you just want someone to come in and spark up your sales your sales strategy itself, then drop me an email, trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn we can start a conversation about how I can help your sales in your business. So there we go. That's the end of this episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode very soon. So until the next time, thanks for listening. And don't forget to robustly review your sales strategy and make it really work for your business. Bye for now.